This is Carl Palachuk, and you're listening to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl Palachuk, and I am joined today by Victor Rossen, who is joining us from the Netherlands, from uh, Amsterdam. So uh, how is the weather there? At the moment, Carl, it's pretty gray, but <laughs> the sun is now coming through. Very good. So, well, I think early September must be the time when you have perfect weather. Yes. Well, I mean, it depends. Right now, it's been a, ra- a bit rainy the last week, but, uh, but, but, you know, I never complain about the weather. It's fine <laughs> with me. Rain, sunshine, everything in between. Very good. Well, I, I like to, to visit that area of the world around August or September and not, not in January or February. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think the timing is great because the, the temperature is, the atmosphere is, is, is nice. It feels nice in September, August. So that's, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Very good. So Victor is the founder of a company called MSP Navigator, which is an online platform that helps IT managed service providers keep track of their technology and discover new services. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So, um, well, let's start, let's start with my background because my background was a reason to start this. So um, I've been in IT for 26 years now. So I started out as a system administrator at a call center. And I, um, I started an IT company in MSP when I was 23, had that for seven years, and then worked at different MSPs after that. And in my last role, I worked at Datto um, as the country manager for the Netherlands and Belgium and Luxembourg. Nice. So I was always, also always in the IT space, in the MSP space, and I was all, all, always interested in, in new tools and products and apps that could help me like do a better job. And for all that time, um, I was always a bit frustrated in how hard it was to keep track of what's out there. And especially in the last five years, the landscape of available applications has um, exploded, you might say. So, so yeah, so, so, the, so I thought, well, how how can I fix that? What what why isn't there something that just shows you okay across all these different segments and and categories? These are the applications that are out there, so you can have you can save a lot of time in in finding them and then take your pick and do deep dives from from that end. So that's that's how it started. All right, and so the website we'll just put that in the show notes, but it's msp-navigator.com. And uh, we'll put a slash MSP on there so people know they came from our show. Uh, and then, um, so, so what kinds of tools is this? Uh, if people are saying, well, I, wanna, I want tools to sell to my clients like antivirus, or is this tools like I need something to help run my own business, or is it both? Yeah, it's a combination. So what, what we did is we started out with all the PSA systems out there. So... I worked at Datto and I was familiar with Autotask, but there's more than Autotask in the world, right? So right. Um, we have 21 of uh, 21 PSA systems um, in the system, in the database. 
And then we looked at um, all the integrations with those PSA systems. So for all vendors, you can go on a website or go online and you can check what integrates with ConnectWise, Autotask, Pudicate. Um, and what we did is we, we, we mapped out all that integrations and we, and we just organized that integrations into subcategories. And sometimes it's, um, it's um, uh, software you can use to automate processes internally, but sometimes it's endpoint security, which you can sell or you can right. package um, and it can help you generate revenue. So is this geared for people who are just starting out or people who are established and already have a tool set, but are thinking, yeah, maybe I want to switch to something else? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, um, there's two things that, that, that you hear a lot when you talk to MSPs or you, you, mm -hmm. you see them talk online and it's, it's how do I get customers and what do you use for X? What products right. do you use? So it's a popular discussion. Um, um, so, um, yes. Um, so I don't know if, if you're familiar with the, um, there, there used to be this Google group that you could join back in the mm -hmm. early days of managed services. And uh, so I stumbled onto that because uh, Amy Luby, who, who runs that, said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to move all this, try to, you know, reset it up on Facebook. And she did. Um, but uh, I, I went in there before she closed it down and I accidentally went back to the beginning, which is like 2003 or 2004 or something. And the questions were the same. It was literally, what are you using for a PSA? What are you using for an RMM? I mean, that is the most fundamental question that people have other yes. than, as you say, how do I get new clients? <laughs> yeah. And, it, and, and let's say if you're an MSP, that's, that's, you know, in business for 20 years, you, you maybe have some, you have maybe have some bloat in your technology stack. Maybe over, over all the years you, you have tried out tools and, and some tools are underutilized and, and, but still alive in your tech stack. And maybe it's a good idea to consolidate some tools. Maybe in the past you had some tools for different scenarios and now you can get a tool that, that combines them all. So it's also, it's for, it's for starting out and just see what's available, how does the landscape look like? And it's also like if you're already in business, um, you can log in, you can tell, um, you get a personal dashboard and you can fit in all the applications you are using today. And then it shows you what, what categories um, you're not using and the products that are in there. Oh, like so whole can, categories that you, like if you're not doing dark web scans, it'll show you, oh, you know. you Yeah, it's, it shows you, you you're using endpoint security, but you're not using dark dark web scans. So, and, and here are the four applications that we have found that exist. So how do you gather this information? Because it sounds like you have many, many applications, like 900 <laughs> applications yes. listed. Yes, exactly. So we did that by hand. So... Uh, we started out with the 21 PSA systems and we basically mapped out all the integrations that were listed on the websites and we could find. And we also looked at who sponsored the events of all these, um, the big MSP So this events. is like mapping the world wide web. <laughs> Something like that. And it's not complete for sure. I mean, um, we're, we're finding new apps every day or we get 
in our chat window, we get people, you know, you're missing out because you're not having this in your catalog and we add it by hand. So it's, it's growing over time and we really appreciate people that mail, mail us like what, what's not there and we can just add it in a minute. And, um, but yes, there's a lot in there and, and it took, took months to, to organize and catalog and curate. So do you have a sense of how many categories there are? Like if PSA well, we have 77 one, categories. In that. 77 categories. All right. Yeah. So, you know, one of the challenges that a lot of people have is they go to conferences and they get exposed to new things. Oh, you should do this and you should do that. And this is only whatever, 25 cents an endpoint. And this is a dollar an endpoint and you should absolutely do all this. And so they sign up for all these things and then they realize, well, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, cutting into my margins here by increasing my, my budget. And uh, I think that they don't have a strong sense that if you're going to add new things, you need to raise your rates, you know, and it's kind of, that's a, a good point. It, yes. it results in a fear of adding new uh, categories. So what yeah. do you do about that? <laughs> well, I think, I think it's, you make a plan and, um, I think you, it's good to reflect on what, what's the goal of me adding a new tool to the landscape. Is it consolidation? Is it um, uh, going after an opportunity in the customer landscape? Um, and when it's about consolidation, the effect should be, the, bottom, the, the, the business outcome should be cost savings. And it's about going after the, an opportunity in the landscape the goal should be increased revenue and margins. So I think it's always good to keep that top of mind uh, and not fall in the, do, like fall in the trap of, of uh, trying out every new tool that's out there um, and forgetting to manage um, the stack and manage your bottom line. All right, so let me uh, uh, ask the obvious uh, uh, impolite question, which is, so how do you make money? Do you charge me to look through your tools? Do you charge uh, vendors to be listed? Yes, the, the last thing. So, so vendors can, can um, upgrade their profile. They can, they can log on, they can claim their page, and they can then manage their profile. And if they want, they can upgrade that and upload um, marketing resources, and they can enable buttons that lets visitors connect with them without a lot of friction. For example, ah, so, so you sort of meeting, uh, make it easier for them to join the reseller program or the whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Like book, booking in the meeting, asking for a quote, sending them a message, something that doesn't require them to fill out long forms and subscribe to mailing lists, but just quick connection. So, so if I sign up, I create my profile and then basically I do that once and then yes, whether yeah. I'm looking for a, uh, uh, a power supply system or an antivirus or whatever, you can just send that information to the vendors that I pick. Exactly right. Yes. And what you can do is once you sign up and if you have an account, you can save the products onto your own dashboard. So you let the MSPs or the IT service providers in at no charge? Yes. At the moment we are. So everybody gets a free account. 
and what we're experimenting with because it's a new it's a new offering it's a new website we'll we'll still we are still figuring things out is having the msp um at uh, get a premium profile and what we're now figuring out okay what do you get in exchange so you get a, a company profile you can you can add yourself as a service provider in the catalog so for example let's say you um you're a salesforce um uh, resetter or integrator and you add salesforce to your dashboard you can you can click a button and say I'm a reseller of Salesforce and I'm an integrator of real Salesforce. And at that moment, we enable your uh, company profile on the website. And if you go to Salesforce, you will pop up as a reseller or integrator of that product. Ah, very good. And, and so which categories have you found that um, people would not expect? Like I, I mean, to be honest, I would expect an RMM and a PSA and an antivirus and Right, endpoint security. Uh, what, what things would I find there that I might not be expecting out of these 70 or 80 uh, categories? Well, um, one of the things we, have, we are doing and we've done over the last uh, couple of weeks is we've um, mapped um, the categories to the NISC cybersecurity framework. Okay. So security is, is very popular right now and, and MSPs are concerned if they have any gaps in our stack. Uh, what we did is we, we took the framework and we, we took all security categories and we mapped them out. So we have like the identify, protect, detect, respond. Um, and you can click that and you can see what products are in there are compatible with that piece part of the framework. And you can then check if you're compliant, yes or no. And when you're not, you can see the gaps and you can then explore, okay, what's out there that can close this gap for me. I see. I so that's, that, that's, that would be on the, the, the NIST as the way to implement security, basically as a, like, I need a NIST, a standard operating procedure. They got one, I'll use that. So then you can literally map out what you need to do to be NIST compliant by looking through and, and picking the applications that'll help you get there. Yeah, well, basically, you have applications that will that will that will be compatible with within this framework or parts of the framework, and we have just mapped them out to the parts. So for example, endpoint securities it helps you in the protect uh, part of the of the framework. So any application that does that, um, we listed them on the website, and you can click on protect, and you can you can pick and choose, and then do a deep dive from there. But it just helps you. It, all, it helps you uh, identify the gaps in your stack. So have the perspective you, of, of the cybersecurity framework. Have you analyzed when, when MSPs or IT service providers log in and put in, you know, oh, these are the things I already have. Have you looked at how many applications um, or vendor uh, relationships they have on average? Is it 10? Is it 50? Is it? Um, no, it's more. It's it's north of um, I would say I would say between fifteen and twenty. Fifteen or and some, twenty, and some some even more. Wow! So it, don't people get uh, I guess a little overwhelmed with uh, vendor fatigue, <laughs> right? I've got I would guess so. it, you know I would, too many yes. people bringing my credit card every month. I think so. Yes, and I think there's there's lots of opportunities to consolidate. Uh, but it will take time and work and desk research to get there. 
and 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 I think that's where this helps. Um, and certainly, there are more websites that you can find information, and you can also find ad hoc information. I mean, a, a good complementary way to research would be the MSP um, uh, group on Reddit, for example, where you can just dive in and ask questions. Right. And that's perfect. You get instant answers. Um, and uh, this could work alongside that, where you just pin stuff on a dashboard to, to help keep, keep an overview of things. And, and what are some of the, I guess, surprising categories that, you know, if I went in there, I'd be like, okay, what, I know, I, I hadn't thought about that. Well, something we, we've ordered them, like we have 77 categories, but they have 10 segments. And we have the categories are like subcategories of a segment. So for example, we have business process. And in there we have compliancy, software that can, can, can do compliancy, customer feedback, employee engagement, uh, task scheduling, workflow automation, quotation software, and it's all, it's all stuff to, to automate your processes, your internal processes of your MSP to make it more, right. um, less labor intensive, I would say. So, um, and that's just good for you to, to reflect on, okay, where am I in my, in, on a maturity level when it comes to the automation of my internal processes? Right. So if you were to, to pick a handful, what would you say? I mean, let's just say, let's put RMM and PSA on the list. What other things are so fundamental that pretty much everybody has to have them? Uh, maybe a, a financial service, a sage or something like that. Sure, but, but I mean, without naming, naming any vendors, but let, let's talk about categories. So continuity would be, would be a very important, essential, like an essential one. So, you know, backup and disaster recovery would be, would be very important to me. Um, and security. Like your, your endpoint protection, um, um, like your email protection, firewall gateway, dark web monitoring, data loss prevention, authentication, so identity and access management. Would you say that the, um, any of this is specifically either Microsoft centric or um, Linux centric or anything like that? Or is it pretty... I would say it's it's like ninety percent plus ninety five percent of the MSPs are are like sell and support Microsoft services, right? So I would say that's the most important um, stuff you need to focus on um, uh, for sure. And I would I mean Linux, I mean sure Linux is still plays their parts in the back end, but in the front end when you're when you're delivering services to customers, most of them are using some kind of Microsoft. Uh, yeah. Solution. Yeah. Good point. So um, uh, you don't do any license management. So this isn't something where I sign up for whatever three vendors and buy licenses through you. You're just kind of a matchmaker. Exactly. It's, it's, you, you, you should look at it as a marketplace for information and not something that you buy software. On. Right. So, so it basically it helps you visualize your technology stack. It helps you make you aware of the gaps in your stack and it lets you discover what's out there that could fill the gaps. So uh, again, msp-navigator.com. So you're never gonna ask me for a credit card. <laughs> exactly, unless you're going for the premium profile. Right. And we have some stuff on the roadmap, for example, uh, track your spending on your stack. So we're gonna allow MSPs to track their licenses 
their costs and their um, renewal dates. For example, to give them uh, a notification, like a 30, 60 or 90 day notification when a renewal date is coming up, right. to give them time to reflect on, okay, is this still what we would like to use and continue to use? Or can we look at these three alternatives to maybe switch? And do you have ratings or rankings or any of that kind of stuff like, oh, this, this, is, the, this is a five-star uh, provider and then this is a three-star provider? It's that's not today, but it's something on our roadmap and we would like to add it if there's enough uh, support for that. Um, and I think, I mean, for sure. I, I mean, if you're looking for software, um, peer reviews is one of the, one of the most important things that would influence your decision. Right. So I think it would help, uh, but it's also a tough, a tough thing to implement because when you look at other sites and you look at other reviews, most of them are bought by an Amazon card or, you know, the vendor goes in there and says, hey, can you give me a five-star rating? Or I think if, it, if it's implemented well, it could be a powerful uh, feedback mechanism. So uh, is this the kind of thing that uh, I might send my service manager in there and say, we need a new tool for whatever. Uh, go evaluate which of these spam filters or whatever we should be uh, partnering with. Um, is that the kind of thing that I might be able to do here? That would be perfect. That's a perfect use case to use it for. Yes, because you now have, a, have, a, have no fuel of every tool that's out there in theory. And can I post um, um, what I would call uh, internal notes, like my notes about this vendor that nobody else can see, but maybe my service manager <laughs> would see yes, them. You like, can. Oh, I see Carl had a bad experience with those guys in 2014 and he holds a grudge. So uh, <laughs> yes, you can do a couple of things. Like if you create a profile, you get a dashboard and you can pin every product you use or, or want to follow on the dashboard and you can expand Every product is a product card on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the stack, so it's visualized. And you can add the notes. You can add a lifecycle status. For example, are we tracking the product? Are we testing the product? Is it mature and in the stack and operational? Is it end of life? So that also gives you a layer of information and feedback. And you can set a, um, an internal product owner. Because sometimes if you're, if you're like a 20-30 like seat MSP, there's one, there's one person that looks after the PSA system, there's one person that looks after the RMM system, and there's one for the security layer, and you can also identify who to talk to if you want to know more uh, internally and, and you, about it. Uh, do, do you identify the families? Like, so, you know, let's say I want a PSA and an RMM and I want a quoting tool. Uh, well, do you make a note that, you know, these are all owned by the same organization like ConnectWise or, or uh, Autotask or something like that? Yeah, we, what, what we do is better. So we map out the integrations between the PSA systems and the surrounding ecosystem of applications. So, so if you go to, for example, ConnectWise, what we do is every three months, we go to the ConnectWise uh, marketplace and we check what's still on there, what's been removed and what's been added. And then we, we make that link so, we, so you can go um, and see what's in, what, what's, for example, what's in endpoint security that integrates with my ConnectWise PSA. 
And uh, do you have um, like ConnectWise or Autotask advisors listed in there? Yes. Yes, we do also. Yes. So, so there's... Because um, some of these integrations are just way more complicated than I want to do alone. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So, so if you go to, for example, ConnectWise or Autotask, there's a partner tab and you click that and you will find service providers that can help you with setting it up or questions or, and we have a category called MSP consulting that lists people um, um, that can help you uh, not only think about, okay, what PSA is good for me, um, or all, but also implementing PSA or help troubleshoot or, you know, do a reinstallment or anything you like. They're very experienced um, um, professionals. Very nice. So um, with something like this, uh, how many, I guess, how many hours should I allocate to go fishing around and figuring out how to get started? Is it like a, a one hour thing or a three hour thing? Oh, it's uh, no, it's, it's really, well, it's, it's really depends on what stage you are in. Like, and if you're starting out or if you are experienced, but just the basically going on there and create signing up for an account is, is like a, a minute. And if you know the tools you use and you want to add it to your stack, you just type in, type in the names and just click on the names. And if you know, if you have like 10 tools and you know the names of the tools, you're done in, in 60 seconds. And then you have your tech stack visualized. And then you can click on the discover button and see what's out there that, you, that, you're, not, that you're not yet using. Right. And uh, are there um, uh, opportunities for me to discuss with other people on your tool or do you send us out to, uh, as you mentioned, Reddit or someplace else? For now, I would say if you want to discuss tools, Reddit is the best place. We're thinking about adding it over time, but at the moment it, it's, it's, it's basic. Just find out what's out there, see the difference between what out, what's out there and what I'm using today and go from there. Right. Very good. And so, um, I, I noticed you have a .com, even though you're in uh, the, the Netherlands. So is that just strategically, like everybody's looking for a .com? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, yeah. And, and, but, and the focus is global. So it's not that uh, we're focusing on European MSPs. It's mostly US MSPs that go on the website. And, and um, you mentioned the categories. How many individual vendors do you have listed? We have, um, um, we have an, an, a counter on the um, on the website, so we now have four, almost 500, 498. <laughs> All righty. And how many MSPs yeah. uh, are are members, if you don't mind? We're almost at a hundred right now. Okay. All right. So, how long have you been doing this? Um, it's now we launched in March in this look and feel, and we're constantly iterating and, and, and improving the system. So, so you launched this in the middle of the uh, pandemic? Yeah, great time. Early on, I guess, just uh, as yeah, we were exactly. all about to go home and stay there. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and it was the moment where MSPs were, you know, uh, all uh, were scrambling on getting their customers working from home and right. making sure everything was working, yeah. Well, with luck, we'll get you another hundred uh, from this podcast. So uh, that'll be awesome. We'll see what we can do. Oh. So MSP-Navigator.com slash MSP. So 
Uh, very cool. And then if I have a vendor that for whatever reason isn't listed, is there a way for me to suggest that to you or say, hey, you know, you might think about these guys? Yes, there's a contact page with our contact information, but there's also at the top bottom right, that's this little chat icon that almost every website has now. Right. Just go in there, type in the name, and we take care of the rest. And and we is you. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I just want to be clear about but that. Also, I, I, there are also developers um, uh, that work with me to, that actually do the code, which is not right. Me. Ah, very good. All right. Uh, well, that kind of wraps it up. We're out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we move on? Well, that's about it. I mean, thank you so much for having us on, and um, I appreciate it. Very good. All right. Thank you. Uh, Victor from mspnavigator.com and uh, go check that out. It's actually kind of a cool website. So uh, we hope to see you there. This is Carl with Victor and this has been another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, Please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.